Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the mass UFO sighting in Brazil, 1986. That's correct, the mass UFO sighting in Brazil, 1986. Now, this article comes to us from EurasianTimes.com. Titles 15 times the speed of sound. Fighter pilots share chilling details of UFO sightings that defied law of physics. The article is by Sakshi Tawari, November 11, 2022. It says the latest documentary based on the bizarre night of the UFOs, featuring a chilling audio clip of a Brazilian fighter pilot who encountered one of the many UFOs that appeared over Brazil. In May 1986. On May 19, 1986, a long-lasting event occurred in Brazil involving the sighting of a whopping 21 UFOs by numerous civilian and military witnesses in four states. Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro, Minas Gerais, and Guayas. I'm sure I butchered those names. At the time, the Brazilian Air Force, or FSB, scrambled its combat air force to intercept the objects. Now think about this. This is a mass UFO sighting, I guess you could say UFO encounter, that occurred over four different regions of Brazil May of 1986 to the point that they actually scrambled their combat fighter planes to intercept these objects. It says, as per information released by the Brazilian authorities, the fighter pilots dispatched to track these objects were mainly left disoriented by what they saw. In the mysterious event, five Air Force pilots reportedly saw up to 21 objects appear and disappear without any plausible explanation. Once again, this is something we see very often in the UFO phenomena where these things just show up and then they disappear. And this is why we're basically left with one of two things. Either they're using some sort of camouflage to where we can see them when they want us to see them and when... They are just completely invisible when they want to be. Or perhaps these things are interdimensional where they are phasing in and out of our current present reality. It says a newly released documentary, Moment of Contact, based on the incident, features a radio message sent by one of the fighter pilots to the control tower. The audio played in the film is from the moment the pilot encountered the UFO In what would be one of the most bizarre moments of his life, the pilot screams, quote, it's not an airplane, what is it? And a chilling audio that has stunned the public. It's not an airplane, what is this? There are three of them. The fighter pilot sent a radio message to the control tower. There's even more, he continues with bewilderment. Look, one passed over here. Radio 100 to 150, right in front of Mike Bravo Zulo. Got it? The guy is after it. A short clip was released by the director, James Fox, the Sun reported. Now, this is interesting because in Brazil, apparently they're a little more transparent about what happens when their fighter pilots encounter UFOs. In our country, we have seen uh, UFO fighter pilot video released 
clandestinely, not through the normal chains of, of uh, control, evidence, whatever you want to call it. And with TikTok, Gimbal, and uh, GoFast, and at first, you know, the people aren't allowed to see this. They talk about it. They create this limited hangout, so to speak, where all this buzz uh, kind of grows up in the grassroots about the UFO phenomena. And then a couple of years later, they come back and say, well, those pilots were mistaken. They bring out the debunkers. They bring out the skeptics. But in this case, they're just putting it out there. These professional pilots saw this mass of UFOs, and the Brazilian government just seems to be saying, yeah, this is what happened. Rosanna says the documentary is not the first that explores the theme of Night of the UFOs etched in Brazilian's consciousness. It's probably the first that features the original audio clip. On the night of these sightings, the pilots saw objects that moved at 11,500 miles per hour. That's Mach 15, and, and did not appear on aircraft radio, ra radio radars. Now imagine this. Now, in our own uh, recent uh, UFO uh, pilot uh, disclosure, the skeptics and debunkers tell us that these things were flying 30, 40 mile an hour in their space crash. But here in Brazil, they're releasing the actual uh, voice recording as the pilot encounters these, these craft. And they tell us that they were going 11,500 mile per hour. That seems a little bit fast for, for trash or, or drones or whatever else that we're supposed to have been. The documentary is significant when unidentified aerial objects or UFOs are being seriously explored by politicians, Air Force officials, space scientists, and national security officials worldwide. I think those guys make an assumption here that might be giving the benefit of the doubt to people that don't deserve the benefit of the doubt because I'm not so sure that UFOs are being seriously explored. I think they're being seriously covered up. It says the U.S. held a massive hearing coinciding with Night of the UFO's anniversary in May. The Brazilian Senate also held a special session on June 24th to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the World Day of UFOlogy, observed by UFO exports and enthusiasts. It is also worth noting that UFO sightings worldwide have increased significantly. In the U.S. alone, the incidents have increased from 143 to 400 in just over a year. Even after decades, the U.S., Russia, and China are keenly studying mysterious phenomena. Well, I can assure you that there have been far more than 400 UFO sightings in the last year because there are just so many that aren't reported. He goes on and says, what happened on the night of the UFOs? He says that at around 8 p.m. on the night of the incident, Sergeant Sergio Mata da Silva, an aircraft controller at Sao at Jose do Campos Airport in Sao Paulo, noticed a light in the sky from the control tower of an airport near the city. This signaled the start of the night of the UFOs. Mata was intrigued by this unusual activity, so he approached the tower controllers at Guilaris International Airport in Sao Paulo to see whether an aircraft was flying toward his airstrip. Their response was no, and while he was still talking, the object disappeared. Now, that looks to me like this phenomenon that I you know, think of as observer effect. It's like he saw the UFO, the UFO became aware that he was observing it, and then it does something to get his attention or maybe just, you know, 
let him know that it's there. In this case, it disappears. It says, however, the object appeared again after a while, shining ever brighter than the first. So he sees it. He contacts uh, the control tower. Hey, does anybody else see this thing? The object disappears. Then it comes back even brighter. And this is a this is just a repeating uh, a, re, a repeating chain of events that we see happen. You know, people see these things, they look at them, they tell their friend, hey, look at the thing over there. It disappears, then it comes back. It just seems so much like these things are trying to establish some sort of communication or maybe some sort of manipulation. Well, how do we know? According to Mata's account of the incident, he looked through a pair of binoculars to observe the object better and found it unusual, light and multicolored. In one of his interviews with the BBC, he said, whether they were trying to interact with me, I don't know. What I do know is that they behaved intelligently. It's so perceptive that he just automatically picked up on this. I think this fellow realizes that as he was observing this UFO, it was observing him. And I think he's also onto something with the lights. I've often thought, and for a long time I thought, that these, these light patterns, it's some form of communication, some form of messaging that they're doing. He says, soon after the objects were sighted, three combat jets were scrambled, including Mirage F-103, which took off just before 11 p.m. with Captain Armindo Susu Verato at the, at the controls. According to the pilot, his aircraft was flying at a thousand mile per hour speed, but he was as he was about to close in on the object, it accelerated to eleven thousand five hundred, or about fifteen times the speed of sound. So imagine he's in this air, airplane traveling at a thousand miles an hour, and this thing is flying eleven and a half times faster than him. In the aftermath of the night of the UFO incident, Air Force pilots admitted that they were clueless about what they had witnessed. As per the accounts of these pilots, they were entrusted with a duty to approach and identify these objects. It's kind of hard to approach something if your craft goes 1,000 miles an hour and theirs goes 11,500 miles per hour. However, they could not approach these fast-moving extraterrestrial objects because objects, let alone, identify them. Now, notice he uses the word extraterrestrial. Once again, I think they could be interdimensional. How do we know? He says, the, the Sun quoted Air Force pilot Lieutenant Kleber Caldas Marino saying, I kept following the contact until about 30,000 feet when I lost radar contact and was left with just visual contact. On May 23, 1986, at 4.30 p.m., the then Minister of Aeronautics Brigadier Octavio Julio Morina Lima called a press conference to inform the press that five fighter jets chased 21 UFOs. At the time, he told reporters, it's not about whether or not you believe in extraterrestrial beings. We can only give technical information. There are several assumptions. Technically, I would tell you that we have no explanation. Wow, rarely do you see that kind of honesty in any government. They had a press conference. They just give them the facts. And that's just so cool. Almost all research and discussions on UFOs that have been cited over Brazil multiple times have centered around the night of the UFO incident due to the magnitude and the sheer number of witnesses. The world's interest in unidentified aerial phenomena was rekindled by the historic U.S. Congressional hearing on UFOs held in May for the first time in more than 50 years with the government of Russia and China also announcing their investigations into the topic.
Well, I thought that was just, it was a short article, but I thought it was just so cool and, and so well written. I didn't see anybody in that article being accused of being a uh, conspiracy theorist. I didn't hear of anybody in the article being uh, accused of being a, a loon or a crazy. They just report the facts, and even though this was 1986, I think it's important to see here that we have multiple fi- multiple uh, fighter pilots from their military uh, encountering and identifying or attempting to identify these strange uh, UFOs that could travel 11,500 miles per hour. Just food for thought. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. 